0: Happy Big Sound 2019, everyone. It's Neil here from the Green Room with Neil Griffith's podcast. We are in Fortitude Valley for this year's event. More specifically, we're at Trip Hotel in Fortitude Valley. So come down and say hi. Uh, We're going to be talking to a bunch of the artists and speakers across the week. uh, And I'm going to be joined by the entire music team who are also based at Trip. Uh, We've got our producer, Jess. Hey, Jess. Hi, Neil. Um, I need you to make sure that I sound good, please. Across the entire week. Um... Our boss and fearless leader is on the phone as we speak, doing fearless things. Uh, Lauren, of course, from Brisbane, will be covering the conferences and reviews across the week. On this episode, I chat to Imbi, the girl, Cry Club, Love Deluxe, The Amazons, and Best Coast. Bethany Cosentino, check it out. All right, welcome back to the green room with Neil Griffiths here at Trip Hotel in Fortitude Valley. My next guest, Imbi from Imbi the Girl. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Now, I have to be transparent and I have to be mildly embarrassed here. Because uh. when you sat down, I said, just to clarify, what's your name again? You said Imbi. Yes. And I went, of course it fucking is. <laughs> so bad start.
1: Um, yeah. No, great start. I love that. Clarification. It's good. You and I have like, had a, just a massive pep talk then about mm. what we're
0: going to talk about. Mm. I asked you, is this your first big sound? You said, no, there's a story there. Yes. Please elaborate.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So last year was my first big sound. I came. Um, the band looked different. It was just myself on stage. Um, we had hired a DJ to do the two shows. Um, was really really excited. Was really really nervous. I think um, everything was like so in its early days, and and there was just so much uh, stress and and like tension about how it would go. We had like no idea what to expect um, coming into it and. Back then, I also think I just had a lot less confidence in myself and my ability. Um, Also, just, like, my vocal strength. Um, And (laughs) it's funny because I'd, like, gotten myself a delicate pass as well and ended up spending the entire time just, like, locked in my room because I didn't want to go out, have conversations with people, and lose my voice. Wow. Um, Anyway, so we did the first show. It was great. Um, Received so well. Uh, Second day, had a couple interviews, and... Uh, you know, about two or three hours before it was time to head out for the second show, I realized that my voice just wasn't um wasn't there um
0: like illness or that situation where your voice just goes uh
1: honestly, I think it was a combination of both. I also think a lot of it was um was like anxiety and mental as mm-hmm. well which was which made the whole thing even worse um and sort of like things just went from zero to 100 real quick. Cause the minute I realized like, Oh shit, I can't hit that note that I usually hit or like, I'm not going to be able to, um, deliver this in the same way that I usually deliver it. I was like, Oh, and started getting in my head immediately. Mm. And then just like spiraled and spiraled and spiraled and like sat for a good, like 45 minutes alone on my bed, trying to warm up and like trying to get myself to where I needed to be to feel confident and ready. And the more that I sung, the less good it sounded. And, it just deteriorated so quickly until I was like a sobbing mess like half an hour before we were supposed to leave to, to like get to the venue. And, you know, my manager, bless his soul, was like, what can I do? Like, how can I make this better? Like, like you know, trying to problem solve, trying to come up with a solution. And I'm sitting there like literally deteriorating um, until like I, I had, you know, we had to make the call to be like, I think we're gonna to have to cancel um and it was really really fucking traumatic mm. um it was awful it was the the show that um a lot of international reps were coming to um and apparently there was a really big queue outside the venue we were the first set of the night um and it just felt like the biggest like the worst thing i could have possibly done i felt like i failed in every every possible mm. way yeah right yeah.
0: Because now you seem very energetic. You seem Ah uh,
1: like- it's cooked. <laughs> I'm like a different person. Yeah. Um it's really funny. After like after we made the call, after we cancelled, there was, you know, all of this um trying to like remind ourselves that everything happens for a reason, like like it's okay, we we can definitely come back next year. Like after um my manager had started uh, telling like organizers that I wasn't going to be able to do the set. Everyone was responding, being like, it's so fine. We totally understand, like definitely like want to have imbi back next year to like make amends and whatever. So there was no, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's just that thought of like, what if, like what if I would have been able to do that show? Where would I be now? Mm. Um, what opportunities might've come? But also it's so funny because that question in it, in and of itself is a contradiction because like, You know, uh, what if I would have done the show? Sure, maybe tons of opportunities would have come. But what about all the opportunities that I've had in the meantime in the past year? You know, is it worth sacrificing all of that to just, like, um, hypothesize about what could have been? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Are you you putting pressure on yourself this time around? Because you seem very confident, don't give a shit in the best possible way. Yeah.
1: Well, I think that's just a process I've been on this past year. And it it actually, a lot of it started from that experience. Um, So much of what I thought about myself and who I was and how I carry myself, like, I was already back then telling myself like I don't give a fuck, like I'm who I am, like whatever happens happens. And I think that whole experience really sort of like slapped me in the face being like, "Cool, you talk the talk, but you don't actually believe that." And and like you want to live by that mantra, by those mantras and like you want to be embodying that confidence, but like in actuality, you don't have the faith in yourself because if you did, you wouldn't give a fuck if your voice was at 80%, if your if your voice was at 100%, if you you know if you didn't have a voice at all, that that decision would have been easy to make regardless, because you would have been like, "Look, I can't perform tonight. That's fine. If people want to be on my team, if people want to be involved in my journey, they'll come find me anyway," you know. But instead, I let the whole thing spiral and become one of the most um, jarring experiences that I've had in my career to date. So yeah.
0: You have you been counting down the days for this big sound?
1: <laughs> Honestly, no. Yeah. No, I haven't been. I've, I've, When we first found out that we got it, I was like, I remember when we found out we got it last year, I was like, well, everything's going to change. <laughs> like, this is the beginning. What
0: voice is that? Is that a single
1: character? <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like it's got elements of SpongeBob as well. Sure, yeah. Okay, Not to discredit, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, yeah. When we first got the call, Last year, I was like, well, everything's changing. So much hype, like so much anticipation. This year, when we found out we got it, I was like, just like relief. Cool, it's coming. Time to do it. Do it right this time. Like hold myself in the way that I wanted to the whole, you know, in the way that I've learned to since everything that happened. Um, and just like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like um, so much more confident, so much more um, aligned and like, yeah.
0: Well, if your performance goes anything like this podcast, you'll be great.
1: Oh, bless you.
0: <laughs> just the energy. Thank like, you. I, I have these sweets here because I need, maybe I just need a sugar boost. Maybe I need to just be a little bit better. Yeah. You You should host this.
1: Oh, stop. <laughs> no, you're the host and you're crushing it. <laughs> um,
0: this last 12 months, I mean, you, you mentioned that, you know, what if the opportunities from Big Sound last year may mm. have passed. You've had a, a pretty great 12 months. Like you've only released new music, what? A couple weeks ago. Yeah. You've got some shows coming up in November. Yeah. It's been a pretty busy time for you, regardless of Big Sound.
1: Yeah, yeah. It fully has. And like, even outside of music, the personal journey that I've been on, the things I've been learning about myself, my my beliefs, my my like general character, and like, you know, just figuring out how to best serve myself in day-to-day life and in my career as well. All of that has um you know, I wouldn't say that that um cancelling that big sound show was the trigger or the catalyst for for everything that's happened in the past year, but like it's definitely had a major impact mm. um, and yeah, musically, things have been going really, really great. I think it's really hard you I, I kind of see it as like this um roller coaster, right? You like plateau and then it goes up and then you plateau and then it goes up and sometimes it goes down, and it's really wavy, and I feel like we have such heightened awareness of like how much is happening at any given moment because if it's less than it was before, then does that mean that you're going backwards? Does that mean that you're losing momentum? Does that mean like everything's over? Like, but it doesn't. It, it just means that things are fluid, which everything's fucking fluid. So mm. of course there's going to be downtime. Of course there's going to be times where, you know, you're doing interviews every day for a week. And then there's going to be months where you're not doing fuck all because you're trying to work on a creative project or you're trying to... I don't know, like just take some downtime to figure your shit out, which mm. is so important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has been a great year. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you've made me so excited for your showcases this week. Oh. I'm really, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you for having me. Um, again, we're really looking forward to your showcases. If uh, you need a couple of tips for showcases, check out Invy the Girl. Invy, where can we see the band?
1: Um, you can see me playing tonight. I've actually only got one showcase this time around. Tonight, uh... At uh, Ricks at 9.10pm, Great PM. yeah.
0: Well, we'll see you there. I'll Heck see you there. Yeah. Thanks, Inby. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, welcome back to The Green Room with Neil Griffiths at Big Sound 2019. My next guest, Heather and Jono of Cry Club. You! Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Brisbane. Welcome to Big Sound. Yay! Um, how are we feeling? Because I know this is your second Big Sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last year, not so great. Not in terms of performance. <laughs> fantastic. But in terms of your well being and health.
2: Yeah. I uh, like fully lost my voice a few days before we had to come up here. Um, Not ideal? No. And I went to like three different doctors. And I was like, I need. In the valley? No, I went to like two in Sydney who were both like, I don't know, drink tea. And then I went <laughs> to this guy in the valley who just happened to be like a ear, nose and throat specialist. He yeah. was like, I got you. Here's some Celine Dion steroids. You'll be very sick for like a month after this, but you can sing now. And I had... Worth it. Yeah. I had laryngitis and bronchitis. So my... So
0: throat- you, were, you were well sick before even coming to Brooklyn.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: It was I mean, stressful. That's commitment.
3: So it was... On the, like, I think it was, like, the Uber ride over, I was, like, Googling different ones, and, like, because Heather wasn't talking, I had to, like, book the, the doctor's appointment for them. Yeah.
2: I was such a diva. Like, I had this huge note on my phone of, like, things I wanted the doctor to know, and so he was, like, he called me in and was, like, Heather, and I was, like... Mm-hmm. And then I just put my hand up And then went in and just gave him my phone For him to read And I didn't say a word
0: How, how does that come I mean, Big Sound is a great place to network Yeah Not if you can't talk
2: No, mm. we made little signs for me That I didn't use that much But it was like, yes, no, I don't know And, and I didn't make enough cards Yeah. Um, but then they weren't like expressive enough So we added bitch to the end of all of them Yes, yes bitch. bitch No, no bitch. bitch Maybe
3: <laughs> and I didn't make enough cards.
0: Yeah.
2: Bitch. So are, are you
0: feeling better now? Are we in good health? Yeah. Yes. Very in good. good. Health. So what are, what are our plans? And I mean, it's it's pretty cool that you get to come back to do it for a second time in yeah. consecutive yeah. years. Uh, is there a particular strategy we're going with this year to get people's attention?
3: Well, last year we were in a quite unique spot because when we got announced for it, I think we were maybe the only band on the lineup that didn't have a song out. Well, mm-hmm. So <laughs> there was like a whole thing. I think we were uh, quite a few people's like mystery band. So this year, having released a bit more music yeah. and kind of coming in with a bit more of an established team, we're hoping to just do, I, I feel like it's going to be a bit closer to what people normally do with the big sound as mm. opposed to last year, which was like us being like the mystery band without a team. <laughs> And like a lot of early morning meetings for me, it's now like, oh cool, we're doing big sound. Are you still
0: doing a lot of meetings and a lot of band stuff?
2: Not as many like meetings, um, because now we have bandages to do that for us. (laughs) I do really want to go to them though, because like I'm a control freak and also very, very nosy, and I just want to know what's happening, but now we get to do cool stuff, like podcasts Interviews. See, that's cool, right? I love. Yeah. Yeah, well, did, really did you stuff.
0: Did you do any of these last year? Because I imagine, Heather, if you were here right now, I'm like, hi, Heather, how are you? And you're just like... <laughs> I would have said, this is the worst interview we've ever done. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> we did an FBI radio interview <gasps> with my friend. Yes! And they weren't able to play it because it was like... It was going to be like, oh, it's going to be Heather and Jono from Crack Club. And then it was just Jono <laughs> from Crack Club. And it's just like, well, it's not... <laughs> doesn't really, kind of, sit. <laughs> it
2: doesn't sit well to interview You know, the
3: worst off. part too is like when you say, oh, sorry, like
0: this person's sick, they can't come. People would think, fucking liars. They just didn't want to be here.
3: Yeah. No, which...
2: I want to be everywhere. Like, I I love it. I love getting, I love meeting people. I'm so social. Like, yeah. I, this, it's not draining at all for me. It's like the opposite. Like, to come to Big Sound last year and spend the entire time cooped up. Like drinking tea and not talking and resting, it was horrible, horrible and draining and stressful. And now that we like, I get to come along to everything and yeah. do everything. Um, for me, Big Sound like this year is partially like a do-over. Um, in like, I get to do all the stuff that I missed out on last year yeah. because yeah. And I don't. I don't know. People think it's like oh, very like um, clinical or like industry, but I just love to meet people. I love to talk to people. It's like, yeah. I'm very excited. Well,
0: it's awesome to have you guys back. We are very excited uh, to see you guys in action this week. All right, Club, thank you so much for coming by. Uh, good luck with the showcases Perfect. and uh, with Britain for you. Awesome.
3: Thank you. Thank you. thank you. thank you. Cool.
0: Thanks. All right. The Green Room with Neil Griffith's podcast rolls on here at Big Sound 2019 in Trip in Fortitude Valley. My next guest, Mr. Love Deluxe.
4: Hello. Hello. Uh,
0: that is a very soothing voice, sir. Um, I need to start this whole conversation with, have you seen your Big Sound bio? <laughs> yes Question, yes. did you write it? Yes Did you actually? Yeah Oh, holy shit, okay yeah. So, for okay, people listen to this This is what your about section is Love Deluxe arrived as an unknown entity in a familiar feeling Like a fine cool breeze on a hot summer's afternoon He channels artists such as Roy Ayres, Man Parish and Steely Dan To channel the almost tangible warmth Which teleports the listener to another place That is goddamn poetry, sir
4: <laughs> Why, thank you
0: So, wait, just question When did you write? Was this like something you just wrote Spur of the moment, or is it, it was.
4: I mean, it was proofread by a lot of people, but <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it took a while to to get
0: because yeah. that's that's like the best bio I've seen all week.
4: <laughs> Jeez, thank you.
0: If you weren't even on this podcast, I'm like, well, I have to see that guy now.
4: I think I was pushed to make a little bit more ridiculous and, and over the top, but
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, right. don't say that. Roll with it. <laughs>
4: You're, you're, I'm, a, I'm an honest guy. I'm an honest guy.
0: <laughs> you were telling me before we started that this is your first big sound. So, it welcome. Is. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, it is what, a little after midday on day one right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, what have you done, seen so far?
4: Uh, so, I just did Rage yep. um, about half an hour ago. So, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, very different experience to what I'm normally used to. Uh, I'm normally teaching at a high school at this time of the day um, on a Tuesday. Mm mm-hmm. um, yeah, I haven't done too much as well uh, You know, just chilling out Yeah, we got up here Sunday So really just been playing pool and watching Chernobyl mm-hmm. Yeah How is it? What episode are you up to? Uh, fourth, yeah Yeah, okay, good So, um, yeah okay, we, can't, we can't talk it. about
0: this without spoiling for everyone <laughs> um, So what you said you, you should be at, at school right now
4: Yes, I'm a high school teacher
0: How much can we talk about it without revealing your true identity?
4: Like uh, you- quite a lot I just won't say what school I'm at <laughs> That's pretty much it What do you teach? Yeah. Music
0: oh, Shock me <laughs> So you've got the whole week off
3: then?
4: Um, up until Friday, so I have to go back Friday. Okay. Yeah. okay, yeah. HSC is next week, so I've really got to get back. in. you shouldn't uh, be here. <laughs> I teach Year Eleven, so it's it's not too bad. <laughs> That'll but, be fine. Whatever. Yeah.
0: So tell me about your week then. Um, what are you expecting as far as the big sound experience?
4: So uh, I'm up here to do two shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing Family tonight, mm-hmm. nine forty, and I'm playing the Valley Drive-in mm-hmm. tomorrow night at about nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. So it'll be the full live Love Deluxe experience, right. which is not just myself, but three of my mates um, joining me. And it's like a full band. Yeah. Um, normally when I do a tour or shows, it's generally a DJ kind of vibe, but this one, it's all original um, music by myself and we play it live. So with a drum kit, with a ton of synths, you know, guitar, bass, that kind of stuff. So.
0: Are you expecting anything in particular as far as the audience or, or what you need to do to impress the big sound crowds?
4: Not sure. I mean, I'm probably going in quite naively, but I'm just going to bring the same kind of show that I would normally bring. Yeah. So just keep this kind of dance vibes yeah. very upbeat. Um, yeah, I don't really know what too much to expect, but yeah, just put on a show for everyone, whoever's there, and um, hopefully it goes well. Do
0: you have any like particular goals you want to kick this week as well? Because obviously this is a Big Sound is a pretty great place to network and, and kind of get your face in front of people.
4: Uh, I think maybe just trying to uh, communicate with other musicians from Australia or maybe from abroad. Mm. Um, that's probably the first thing that I mm. want to do and maybe just hang out with them casually and just talk about music. So mm. I, I think that's probably something that I want to do personally. Um, but also just looking for future prospects maybe um, – some more sort of touring opportunities, yeah. you know, interstate or even overseas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say those, those two things. So you are a um, Sydney boy, right? Yeah, you're that's Born and raised? Well, yeah, Bathurst. I was okay, born sure. in Bathurst, but yeah, mostly lived in Sydney. My
0: yeah. Life. How yeah. are you finding the Sydney scene right now?
4: Um, I find that there's little pockets of groups, especially for like the dance, mm. music side, the DJ side. There's definitely little pockets of things going on. Um, but, yeah, it's not as vibrant as it used to be when I was, like, 20, 21. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, go down every weekend to Good God, which was, like, right <laughs> yeah, in, the, yeah. in the middle of town. And that so was I'm like, also from Sydney. I know what you're oh, okay. right. yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, People yeah.
0: think I'm from Brisbane. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not a quote.
4: <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, I, I, think, I think the lockout laws obviously affected it, and I'm not going to be one of those people that's going to ramble on about it, mm. but it did affect it. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, so I, I think it's trying to earn its reputation back, I guess. So with things like purple sneakers and like the lounge down has reopened. Yeah. Stuff like that. Is
0: it kind of a matter of like kind of picking your spots where to play?
4: Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a show coming up, which is at Frida's. So Frida's is probably one of my favorite venues Mm -hmm. in Sydney, I would say.
0: Um, I think they got like their license extended as well. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Till like 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Mm, That's awesome. Um, So yeah, so that's, what I kind of meant when I was saying like they're trying to earn that reputation back Sydney is, you know, because um, even people from Sydney, they kind of just, yeah.
0: It's tough to defend. Yeah. Especially being <laughs> in the Valley as well. Like you'll see throughout the week, every venue is open. Every venue is heaving. Mm. It's like, shit, I remember when this was a thing in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Because now you go to the, like King's Cross and it's a ghost town.
4: Oh, yeah. it's yeah. Even like where I'm from, Windsor, it's, there's more vibrancy there than King's Cross. Oh, I'm from the hills. Oh yeah like oh, Close cool. Oh cool I'm a Hills boy Ah oh,
0: right <laughs> So there's like two venues in the Hills Just to clarify for those who sort of What the hell are the Hills Um You just released an EP last month Yep uh, What are the plans for the rest of 2019?
4: So hopefully working on some new music mm-hmm. um, So obviously I mentioned I've got a show in at Frida's That's so Friday the 13th So mm-hmm. spooky vibes Yeah
0: yep. Halloween That wasn't improvised <laughs> Um and, that, and then So more music by the end of 2019 You're hoping to release it? Um
4: Hoping to work on a lot more okay. music. Yeah, great. Um, it takes me a while to write music just because you know teaching full time. I don't really get too much time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got it, my own studio in um, the inner west, so whenever I can, I just kind of go there for a couple of hours and just try to focus. But um, yeah, so hopefully some new music by the end of the year. Maybe just like a single, or you know, sort of like a maybe a double. Uh, maybe some edits. I don't know. See do what's
0: happens. Do your students know that? You, you're a musician as well. Some do, yeah. yeah. Uh, some do. do they just, know, like, know I'm check, a musician,
4: like, but I don't tell them who I am.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, what, what's like the go with music in classrooms these days? Is it still completely no go? I know we're when clean. I well, I remember like when I was in year eleven and twelve. The only time you're allowed to have your phone out and listen to music was during study periods. Is that the oh, same thing?
4: It depends on the school you're at, to be honest. Because yeah, right. I sort of go across different classrooms. In in you know art, they might be listening yeah. to music, but they're doing they're yeah, doing yeah. the work. In music, it's a little bit different because. For my seniors, I let yeah. them use it because if they're watching a tutorial video, yeah. like it's obviously helping them.
0: Just put your EP on and be like, "Oh, who's <laughs> this guy? He sounds great. <laughs> am I right? Get good feedback."
4: Yeah, I, I try to try to hide from it a little bit because <laughs> um, I don't want the whole school to know. Yeah, yeah. no, that's fair because it could have repercussions. My but f- yeah I, t- I definitely tell a few students. Love, Lux.
0: Thank you so much for coming by, man. Looking forward thank to your so showcase much. tonight at Family. Uh, yeah, man.
4: Thanks for coming by. Cheers. No, thanks for having me.
5: Well, I'm doing this thing today where I'll go into long-winded answers, and I'm kind of tired, so I'll just like forget what I'm talking about and what the question was. I'm going to start the podcast from there. That's great. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so um, don't be offended by just asking what the question was again.
0: No, that's fine.
5: I've been up since three a.m.
0: Well, that's a good start. Uh, yeah. Chris and Matt from the Amazons are here on the Green Room podcast. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for the I'm sweets. Always. No, it's okay. I know you guys. You're like one of the only bands who've actually enjoyed them properly. So Ooh. thank you. We'll continue. Maybe extend. we
5: should be more concerned <laughs> about our, like, uh, uh, like our visual aesthetic in terms of our body makeup. Yeah, but I guess. So, we're, we swear?
0: so you're worried that you're going to go on long-winded answers? And, and been... I'm
5: worried I'm going to get fat. No,
0: not a chance. This is ideal, guys, because podcast we need to talk. And you guys are here on your debut Australian tour. How, uh, how long have you been in the country for? Since
5: Sunday. Okay. Um, and we've packed in so much stuff. You've already gone to Byron Bay, yeah, haven't you? We have. What were your thoughts? It was beautiful, astonishing, yeah. uh, breathtaking at times. We went to the lighthouse, and then uh, not just the lighthouse. We went down to the beach, like at the bottom of the lighthouse, kind of yeah. thing. It was mm-hmm. like being in a uh, like a Windows XP screensaver. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is a no bad thing at all. It was no, amazing. the sure. amount of content we got for Instagram, bro.
0: Yeah, no, I saw. it. I just saw your Instagram. Yeah, no, I didn't. Really Very see photogenic, much of guys. It. it
5: was all through the prison of, of, <laughs> of a of an iPhone. And you've just
0: um, you performed at a bunch of festivals in the UK, right? You just played Ready and Leeds. Ready and mm-hmm. Leeds.
5: What else did we do? Did big weekend at the beginning of the Ready Ones big weekend at the beginning of the summer. Transmit in Glasgow. Yeah. Uh, yep. Did lots of UK stuff. Did some European stuff as well. Mm-hmm. We went on tour with Muse did some stadiums sure. in Europe with, what was the big one? San Siro in Milan. Right. That was cool.
0: Yeah, okay, because Big Sound is kind of for emerging artists. You guys have already played, like you just said, with Muse. Yeah. Uh, do you feel nervous coming to something like a Big Sound event?
5: No, I mean, we've been doing these kind of things for years now, really. Yeah. Uh, like, The Great Escape is, I guess, the British equivalent. Mm-hmm. We also have one called Dot to Dot in England, and we also have one called... Oh, no, I think not know that was. Pretty much. Oh, yeah, a, there's a couple, <laughs> <Yeah>. and uh, <laughs> there's one in called the Tenement Trail in Glasgow. That was kind of cool. Uh, yeah. That's really small. No, that and correct. then we've done South by Southwest mm-hmm. in Austin. That was this year. Yeah. So we're and I think we're just um we're good with the whole plug in and play type thing because mm. we don't have any like laptops or backing tracks to kind of um uh, like you know uh, set up and stuff. We just literally just plug into mm. whatever amp we've hired and just go
0: how many showcases are you doing this week one just the one because yeah. I know you've got shows in Sydney on Wednesday night
5: uh, uh, what day is it it's yeah. Tuesday oh so no, we've got it Thursday, tomorrow it? Yeah. yeah yeah then Sydney on Thursday yeah and then um, Melbourne on Friday You're okay like going home. so on it's, it's your first time in Australia as a band yeah. is this
0: your first time full stop even coming just
5: as I, Chris I, tourists i to
3: Brisbane when I was like 14 okay so like 9 or 10 years ago yeah Right. Um, just with my family yeah we went to Lone Pine cute the animals. I'm from
0: Sydney so that I don't know what that is nothing to <laughs> yeah, that's fine
3: uh, that's cool uh, uh, but yeah love the country and it's like it's definitely the furthest we've come with mm. the band yes 10,700 miles
0: yeah because I mean you guys look very suave were the jeans oh. a bad idea because I hate them right now because no. it's
5: a thousand degrees outside but jeans are never a bad idea even uh, if, weather? Even if they are a bad idea, you never admit it. <laughs> oh, never, ever, ever. We got asked if we had shorts um, earlier in a radio interview. Mm. Um, it was an emphatic no. But uh, <laughs> you know what? If we lived in Australia, then maybe I'd wear shorts like, mm. at home. Yeah, you'd have to. It's, we've got a short jaunt so we can kind of, you sort of fight through the pain.
3: Uh,
0: is it, because how cold is it in England right now? You are only at a Reading game, what, a couple of weeks ago?
3: Yeah, it's like, it's the end of summer, so it's sort yeah. of between like, 17 and 20 degrees. Yeah. That's all right. Well, that's
5: reasonable. The rains are coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, certainly. So what are we hoping to achieve with our Australian debut tour? Uh, we're going to tr- try and search for some kind of reason to come back, mm. essentially, because we're really having a good time. I'd love it here. Yeah. Um, and, um, I mean, getting kind of specific, we've done loads of promo, and that's a, usually a good sign. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but we haven't played yet, so we'll see what it's like. But, you know, so many of our... We love so many bands from this country. Mm. Um, uh, you know, the Preachers and, uh, you know, and Pond. And I mean, the list goes on. We did like a tweet earlier yesterday, actually, like we're going to ma- we're going to make like I love making like playlists personally of like when we go to the States or if we go to places like here or whatever. I love kind of coming up with music from that place and like just kind of letting it immerse mm. and like kind of working out the sounds of this place and stuff so we kind of let our fans kind of australian fans kind of get involved and just like ask them what their favorite yeah. aussie bands and stuff were and that's been a real education i didn't know who midnight oil were oh really yeah did not know
0: they're big in england aren't they someone yes US, 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 US,
5: oh, US. us oh right okay, okay yeah. yeah no i hadn't heard of them yeah uh and there's yeah there's h- literally hundreds and hundreds of bands that we need to kind of sift through mm. um Loads of people talking about Amil and the Sniffers and the Chats, mm-hmm. uh, which are, who are doing really well in the UK. The right? Chats
0: were here in Big Sound
5: last year. Oh, really? Yeah. They're a Brisbane band, aren't they?
0: Yes. Yes, they're from Brisbane. Yeah. yeah. I, um, somehow that Smoko video got in the hands of Dave Grohl and Josh Homme. Oh, my God. Yeah. Have you seen yes. that
5: picture? Of, of, them, of them at their show? Yeah. Yeah. Ridic- yeah. yeah. Disgusting.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, mate, that's Big Sound. That's what happens. Yeah, man. Could be you next yeah. month. Oh, I hate their guts, man. <laughs> I hate
5: their guts. No, they're cool, though. They're a really cool band. Yeah. And... Um, of course, AC/DC. I'm in a real ACDC dc phase at the moment. Mm-hmm. That uh, Let There Be Rock album mm-hmm. is just sick. Yeah. Um, and one person suggested that on our like, on our Twitter, like we had like h- over 150 Shocking. responses.
0: Surely it didn't take Twitter to tell you about ACDC. dc No, no, we oh, knew no. who we were, <laughs> yeah,
5: but we I, know very well. I thought there was going to be a little, a little bit more than one person yeah. saying Aka daka. Yeah. Um, so a little bit disappointing. <laughs> but um, and no one, no one said the Easy Beats either. Okay. Um, who are cool? Yeah, they're um, also cool. I mean, you got loads of good music, so we're happy to be here. And what do we want to achieve? Yes, we want to come back.
0: <gasps> that was good. That was long-winded. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
5: and we want to have good gigs. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure from the bands that we like, you guys love rock and roll. So. How long into the touring cycle are you guys? Well, we'd like. I mean, we re- we released Future Dust in May, and we've been doing festivals and stuff. Mm. Um so really we're kind of at the beginning in terms of the heavy lifting of touring. Mm-hmm. Um so when we come when we finish this Australian dates we're going to go to um uh, New York and then Austin for a couple of shows. Yep. We're doing a festival over there at ACL Austin City Limits. And then we're going to really get into touring. We're going to do a month in Europe and then a month in the UK. Yep. And then we've got a bit of time to write and record in December. And then I think we'll go back to the States at the beginning of next year. Okay. Are there any plans to come back to Australia for a, a bigger tour, maybe? I'd love to. I think I think we'd probably have to put out some music to kind of justify it. Yep. Uh, and that's definitely in the works. Um, yeah, I mean, we'd love to. Okay. There's nothing planned, but the want yep. is certainly there. Yeah. yeah.
0: And for those listening, because obviously this is a big sound special, yeah. why should people be coming to see you guys this week? Because it's the <sighs> first
5: time in Oz. Yeah, it's a good... Is it a good question? This is a good what time to be a long-winded answer. Jesus, come on. But what do you want us <laughs> to say about that? Because we're know. great! Because I I am in the Amazons and I want it to go <laughs> fucking well. <laughs> do you I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know the other bands that well. I mean, Boyazuga are a UK band. They look really cool. Yeah. I heard some, like, um, Australian rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking through the big sound lineup. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the bands are working off slightly different reference points to us. There's a lot of, like, this kind of Garagey, punky kind of sound that's coming through that's cool, but it's not really us. And I think you guys do loads of really good psychedelic bands, and that's not us either. Mm. I think, I think, I do think we're different from a lot of the bands in the lineup. Yeah. And I think we're probably, in terms of, uh, other, I think we've got a little, we've got a couple records under our belts that we've, that have done, that have done well in the UK, and we've, let's we've kind of come to Australia a little bit. Later than maybe a lot of the bands playing this lineup. So if you want to see some big boys mm. play Big Sound. <laughs> that's good. No, that's perfect. Let's leave it there. Uh, Amazons, thank you
0: so much for coming by. Good yeah, luck with this tour. We hope to see you back. I'm just joking, back. by the way. No, no he, wasn't. he wasn't. But please fucking see
5: <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Day one of Big Sound is officially wrapped up, but it wouldn't be complete without the headliner of the podcast, as I call it. Bethany Cosentino is here. Bethany, Hi. welcome to pod- welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Brisbane. Welcome to Big Sound. Thank you. Um, this is very exciting because uh, you are a speaker at this year's conference. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you've been here for a couple of days. You tell me.
6: Yeah, I got here on Saturday, and uh, I walked all over your beautiful city yesterday. Mm-hmm. I went to all the museums. I did some shopping on the. At what? At the Queen Street Mall? Look, I'm oh, from yeah. Sydney, but I know oh, it is. Oh, got it. Okay, no, i <laughs> sorry.
7: A it's a classic. It's a Brisbane staple. you have got to go to Queen Street yeah. Mall.
6: Yeah. I, um, I'm trying to think. What else did I do? I ate ramen at some place called Tatsu. The bowl was like as big as the table. Sure. <laughs> it was intense. But the,
0: the sushi train right?
6: Uh-uh. There was, there was not that okay. there. Then I'm but, way off. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, yeah, I've been here for a few days. I'm completely confused at what time <laughs> it is and where I am it and all is, of that.
0: I don't know what time it is. <laughs> is it like close to midday? <gasps> 20 past Surprise, listeners, this is all pre recorded. <laughs> um, I was sorry, Jess, I didn't in- introduce you. Producer Jess insisted Bethany to be in this interview. Awesome. Aww. She's yeah. a massive fan. <laughs> Thank you. We're doing like 25 interviews across the break. She's like, I'm fucking doing Bethany. Aww,
6: <laughs> hi. Nice <laughs> <Well>, to <that's laughs>
1: <sweet laughs>
0: you. So, Jess, Bethany, Bethany, yes. Jess. Um, yeah, it's, it's very exciting to have you here again. You are a speaker. Um, it is quite rare that international speakers spend. The week here, yeah. Um, so you're actually not doing your keynote till tomorrow. Uh-huh. What are your plans for day one?
6: Um, I honestly, I don't really have a plan. I'm just kind of hanging out, and I have been invited to all sorts of events and things, and dinners and celebrations and shows, and mm. I haven't really made my mind up yet what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Kind of just letting it be open and see where the day takes me yeah
7: and have you got any acts that are like your must see like that you've of all the things you've been invited to do you have anyone that's like the hot tip that you've been told you have to go and see while you're here no, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's electric fields. If I'm being honest, yeah. I
6: don't, I don't, I don't really yeah. know much. But okay, who is it? Electric fields, electric and Tones and I fields. Are probably the okay. Tones they're and the, the two.
7: Yeah.
6: Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll be there. Yeah.
0: yeah. You did a, a recent interview with the music uh, print interview, and you mentioned that you've never actually done something like this before. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, is there a certain way to prepare? Have you like? There's just be a lot of people just staring at you.
6: I know I'm like, it's, I mean, I've definitely, well, what's interesting is I'm not, I'm not doing like a speech because I was given that option, but I was like, I would actually much rather prefer to just be like in conversation with somebody. Mm -hmm. And, um, I met the woman who's interviewing me earlier this morning, um, Karen Lang, and we had a really nice conversation. And I think it's like, I'm very good at talking. Like I could talk to anybody you are for a great any podcast guest. I can tell already. <laughs> Thank you. I talk a lot. I'm Italian. So there's yeah. like a lot of talking in my family. Um, but no, I'm excited to just kind of like be here doing something involving my band and, and my, you know, my job, but yeah. to not be here playing music is kind of nice. I'm going to yeah. be honest. It's like a little bit less stressful that I just get to sit down and talk to people and yeah. answer questions. So
0: Is there a particular theme or angle we're veering towards with the keynote? Without spoilers, of course.
6: Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, I think we're just going to talk a little bit about, like, me and how I got started and sort of, like, you know, the journey that... I mean, Best Coast is essentially turning 10 next year, so I think that might be something we talk about. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. We're officially old. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think we'll just be talking a little bit about, like, you know, how things have changed over the last 10 years, not just with the band, but with me and sort of just, you know, I guess sort of like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't expect to be doing this still yeah. 10 years ago. I don't think I really had any expectations. So it's pretty interesting that like a decade into it, I'm now like in Brisbane being, you know, flown across the world to talk about myself. It mm. did not something <laughs> I thought I'd be doing when I was dropping out of college. Yeah. So,
7: <laughs> I do have a point on the flying across the world, which I saw on your Instagram stories the other day that you snagged the best possible situation, the whole row, the whole whole freaking row.
6: That's a rarity.
7: The whole freaking row. Can you believe it? What a dream. I was
6: like, it's funny. Like I got on the plane and I was like the last, it was like at LAX you had to take like a bus to the plane. And I heard the guy say like, this is the last bus. So make it like make room. And so when I got on the plane and sat down, there was no one in my row. And so I was like, okay, he said it was the last bus. But then we were just kind of sitting there for a while. And I was like, I swear to God, if somebody gets on this plane and like sits here, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. And it didn't happen. And I was like, oh my was God. is the plane this full? Is, like, no. It was like, well, so the, um, the area that I was in, like I like paid a, like a couple hundred extra so that I could have the like extra leg room. Oh, I didn't oh. go like business class. I, I'm not like... It was like so expensive. I was like, okay, I'm not, I can't justify that. But I was like, I can justify like at least 100 extra dollars to like be able to stretch my legs out. Mm. So that area wasn't packed. I don't know what the rest of the flight looked like, but it was like actually so interesting. There was a lot of people that had the situation that I had. And I was like, we're all so blessed. Yeah. This is a true yeah, blessing. a good sign. Yeah.
0: Um, I wanted to, to segue off the keynote. Um, when you mentioned that you've never done this before, it's interesting because the 2016 you did, um, kind of turned a lot of heads. Uh So you have done that in a, in a different medium, I suppose. Yeah. Of kind of putting yourself out there. Did that, is that make you more confident or more comfortable being in that kind of setting?
6: Um, honestly, like I don't really get nervous talking. Like I, I think performing makes me nervous, but like talking I could talk to a wall like I'm truly like I'm really good at conversing and I think like you know doing that essay was interesting because it was like I had never I I went to school for creative writing and so I had experience in writing but I had never been asked to do anything like that before and I was definitely nervous not just because of the subject matter because it was an intense topic but it was also like do people care to hear what I have to say if it's not in form of song um and I was surprised that it seemed like people cared. And so it's cool that I've been asked to do this and that people care about my opinion and my um, ideas on certain subjects and just, I guess, like in about me in general. It's very like, oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> um, but as far as like talking, I'm not... Like I'm not. Yeah, I'm again, not nervous. You're, a, you're a great podcast. Thank guest. you. A lot of
0: emerging bands come on here and they can be quite shy. Yeah. And it's just it's tough.
6: I'm a ham. Yeah. No, let me tell you. Like I feel like sometimes when I do interviews, they're like, "Is this girl ever going to let me ask the question, or is she just going to talk all day?" now the, if, whole time? If the
0: other interviews go to shit? I'm just going to play. Here's Beth again. Here's,
7: yeah. Yeah. We'll do a loop. Yeah.
6: yeah. Yeah. You can always just call me. I'm down to talk. I have a g- good international plan. So.
0: Are you here all week, or are you out of here? All I'm
6: all leaving on Saturday. Oh, oh, wow. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I figured, like, it's far to come. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I'm not just going to go for, like, two or three days. It's going to yeah. really... Can I cuss? Of course you can. Oh, okay. It's going to fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I just thought, like, I'll just go and stay, like, a couple extra days. And I'm here also doing some, you know, like, promo stuff. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, just, like, made a, an actual trip out of it. Because it's a fucking long way yeah. to go yeah. for, you know, just two two days or something like yeah. that. So yeah so yeah i'm here I'm i know
0: Jess is i mean she wants to ask a question no i just i
7: i wanted to go back to that point where you said um like you were curious about whether people would be interested in hearing what you say and i i know that was a few years ago now um but like looking at your social media engagement and particularly in instagram like people seem so engaged and so involved in your stories and what you're saying there. And did that kind of spark something different for you outside of your music then to engage in that community in a different way?
6: Um, I mean, honestly, I think yes and no. Like it's interesting because I feel like over the last few years, I've tried really hard to separate my personal life from my Instagram. Cause I think in the beginning I was very like, just everything I did all day long, I was like, let me show people this. And I think now I'm a little bit more like, I'm a, I'm a bit more, um, I'm a bit more like, I, I try to like share certain things, but yes. there are certain things I like to keep to myself just because I think I've learned over the years, like some stuff is meant to be just kept sort of sacred and safe. Yes. Um, but I think it's like, I, 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 do think that part of the reason why, I can say we're celebrating 10 years in 2020 as a band is because I've always just put myself out there and I've always been very like myself and I've never acted like somebody that I wasn't. And I think people relate to that. I think you see a lot of artists, especially like now that, that like, okay, not to shit talk, but I look at someone like Taylor Swift who's trying so fucking hard now to just be like, oh, I'm this relatable girl. It's like, you're not fucking relatable to anybody. You're Taylor Swift. Like, I don't relate to you. And I think like you see a lot more artists try to just be like their authentic selves. And I think that that's something I've never really had to try at. I just have always been like, I'm Beth and I'm me and I'm outspoken and I'm loud and I'm opinionated. And I've like gotten myself into trouble for that sometimes. But I also think it's like part of why I'm still doing this 10 years later because Mm. people like relate to me. They're like, Oh, she's just like me. She fucks up and she cleans up her mess and she like starts over, you know, just a normal ass girl Mm. drinking Red Bull. (laughs) <laughs> at, you know, whatever fucking time it is yeah, yeah, yeah. today. <laughs> no,
0: on that as, well, like, as far as like Taylor Swift is someone that isn't really relatable. And of course she's not because she's like, what the biggest pop artist mm-hmm. in the world. If every eyeball was on you, do you think Beth, as, as you know it, as your fans know, it, as your friends know, it, would have to change because of that status?
6: I mean, it's hard to say because it's such a like hypothetical thing, but I don't think so. Like I am so myself like i i don't know how to fake it like at all i just don't i'm not good at being phony and so i don't think i would really i don't think i would really change like i don't like i said it's hard to say because it's so hypothetical but it's like i don't think i would really ever be different than who i am today and i mean like i trust me like my success is obviously very different than Taylor Swift's but like I've had my moments of like walking down the street and being recognized and having somebody like cry to me and say like oh my god and and I've just always remained so humble because I'm like I don't need to act like some big like like big timer you, should you cry know around like yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah
6: like I'm just so lucky to be doing what I'm doing and that anybody gives a shit that I have anything you know to say mm. um so I think like that the humble side of me is just something that was ingrained in me as a kid. Like I was raised by two people that are very humble and like, you know, my parents were always like, just taught me to be very like appreciative of what I have. And I think that that is something that just will always be in me regardless of what's, you know, success, like where it carries me. I just don't think I could ever be like, You know, not myself, Mm. which, like I said, has gotten me into trouble before because sometimes I'll open my mouth and be like, "Whoops, maybe I shouldn't have said that." Taylor
0: Swift is a big fan of this show, so (laughs) um. honestly, I don't care about that. (laughs)
6: I'm like, she's annoys me. (laughs) She's talented, I will give her that, but I'm annoyed.
0: Did you like Lover at least?
6: Huh? The album you released? I listened to like some of it. I really like that song, Lover. I think is a really good song. Mm. I I, listen like I, I'm not trying to like start some drama, like. (laughs) And like I said, I'm not trying to be a shit talker. I think she's really talented. I think what annoys me about her is that she now all of a sudden decided that she's this like woke spokesperson for yeah. like politics and gay rights and all this stuff. And I'm years. like, shut up. Yeah. Like you didn't even speak out about Trump. Mm. Like, and now all of a sudden you've decided you're this like political activist. Like it's bullshit. Yeah. I see right through you. I'm a Scorpio. I know how to read people. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, uh, Jess, I mean, this is your, this is yes. your chance because Beth has to go soon. Yes. Do you have yeah. any more questions you want to ask?
7: I don't have any <laughs> questions. Well, I do have lots of questions, but I have a present for you. Oh. Ah. Could be good. And
0: I to just not. everyone chat amongst yourselves. Jess is just going to get the thing.
7: <laughs> so. What is it? On the mark.
0: You might hate it. I apologise yes, if you hate so it. So <laughs> this
7: is going to be maybe an acquired taste. So obviously okay. everyone wants Americans to try Vegemite when they come to Australia, but. That's a pretty intense thing to come and try. Okay. So, shapes are like an Australian classic she biscuit snack. <laughs> Not biscuit. Cool. Uh, what do you call it? Cracker. Biscuit, yeah. Okay. So, it's a Vegemite and cheese flavoured shape. Oh. You don't have to try them now. Thank but if you, you want to take them with you, it's a softer way to try Vegemite. Wait,
6: what is Vegemite? I don't even think I know. It's like a, it's a spread, It's like right? a spread. Yeah. So, like,
7: instead of like a...
0: Everyone who is isn't Australian hates it. That's yeah. the thing.
7: It's cheese spread... Or what is it? It's, I, don't, no, I don't even know. It's, how to say. it's not good. It's kind of spicy. It's like, yeah, it's like an. Can I see the ingredients? Savory. Very savory. <laughs> You'll probably be a bit horrified when you look at the ingredients. Wait, for they're it, in but... French?
0: Are they actually? That's yeah.
6: embarrassing. Oh.
7: Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, there's English.
6: Oh.
0: Beth is just reading the ingredients. Everyone chat amongst yourselves.
6: Yeast. Okay, so we got some yeast, barley, caramel. Cheese, this doesn't sound that crazy. All right, I'll try it. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) You know what, Beth, before
0: you go as well, I have to ask Best Coast, the album, new album. Is it gonna be this year or is it gonna be twenty twenty?
6: Twenty twenty. Early early next year. Yeah. It was supposed to be this year, but it's really good and we wanted to work really hard on it. So we took a little bit more time. And I promise you, like it's worth the wait. I'm really proud of it. I'm like really fucking proud to put it out and for people to hear it. So like quarter one?
0: Like January, March?
6: Yeah, for sure. Awesome. February, March. Yeah.
0: Do we have an album title yet? Nope. That's a shame.
6: Maybe Vegemite and Cheese,
7: though. <laughs> yeah. Could Shapes. Be. It could inspire a bonus. Shapes. Shapes. Shapes.
0: Shapes. Beth, thank you so much for coming by. Thank uh, you. Make sure you catch Bethany at her keynote tomorrow at 10 a.m., 10.15.
6: Yeah. People early? Are people awake that early here?
0: No, no. They'll be. Okay, cool. cool. It'll be a pack room. It'll be great. Looking forward to <laughs> Beth. Thank you so much again. Thank you. That does it for episode one of the Big Sound 2019 series of the Green Room podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, Again, we'll be back tomorrow to to recap everything that happened on night one, day one. Uh, Jess, how'd we do?
7: What a day. What a day, Neil.
0: Um, We are going to be talking to a lot more people throughout the week. Again, uh, stay tuned to the podcast. Check it out on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And check out themusic.com.au for all the reviews Uh, for tonight's gigs. We'll see you all on day two.